Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Podcast. I am Mike, and I'm Rusty, and this is what do we call it? Fluffed we, up Fridays or something? No, the segment that we, we started. Friday last, ain't right. No, yeah, that Boy ain't, ain't right. right. That, that ain't, ain't right. right. Fridays. Sure. There we go. That ain't right. Have you tried those filberts yet? The filberts. No, I didn't get a chance to okay. try the filbert yet. Right. Filberts yet. It's only been a few minutes. It's so only been a few minutes. Uh, yeah. If you don't know, we uh, we record these back to back. Yeah, we're yeah, Sitting we here could, on a rainy Saturday. Yeah, a rainy too. Saturday in Texas. How yeah. about that, guys? Remember rainy when it was never going to rain again? Rainy street. It was never going to rain again. Yeah, rainy, rainy. So uh, uh, I don't know that we'll do this again, but... Uh, no, we'll definitely do it again. I have... Well, we'll see how this turns out. But I had this idea uh, early in the morning uh, that we would look into some King of the Hill fan fiction. Fan fiction Friday! Fan fiction Friday, there sure. You go. Uh, this is uh, King of the Hill, a Peggy and Luann episode yep. entitled back to back back to back this is in three acts okay uh it do it, the acts have names is it like no it's, da, just, da, da, da. it's act just one act one well this one says part one hank returns home it's the way it starts part one hank returns but, home. but that's part of act one okay uh i'm looking to see who wrote this oh this was written by mr samaj s-e-m-a-j samaj samaj we'll go with that samaj Whatever. Uh, Whatever your name is out there. Thank you, Mr. Simmons. We Simage. appreciate I'm your sure you're fan fiction. Part of a list fan somewhere. Fan fiction Fridays! Uh, okay, so I am going to read this to you Okay. Uh, from uh, this fan fiction entitled A Peggy and Luann Episode Back to Back. He's reading this to me willingly, by the yep. way. Yep, and uh, yeah, nobody's told me to. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to have you tell me what you think about it as we go. Okay, let's go for it. All right. Act one. Act part one, one, part one, Hank returns home. At nighttime, Hank's truck pulls up in front of 123 Rainy Street. Each departing member says goodbye. Bill, goodbye, Hank. Dale, bye. Joseph, catch you later, Bobby. Boomhauer, dang old see ya. That's weird. Dang old see ya. Uh, Hank's truck pulls into the garage, which I've, I, have you ever seen Hank's truck in the garage? I don't think I've ever seen I don't think I have either. Yet. Not at this point, anyway. From inside the Hills residence, Peggy puts a dinosaur model under display glass displayed over the living room fireplace. Do they have a fireplace? No, not that, I've, not that See, I can remember. I don't remember. think so either. I think, uh, not that I've thought. Not that I can think of. I think we're already in a different universe here. Um, Peggy says, yep, Luann, I believe I have really outdone myself with this one. Luann says, but we worked on this together. Peggy says, uh-uh. Uh, Hank and Bobby enter through the back door. Peggy and Luann go to meet them. Peggy, hugging Hank, says, Oh, Hank, I'm so glad to see you. Hank half-heartedly pats Peggy on the back. Luann says, So how was it? Bobby, being very excited, says, yep. It was great. The water was thriving with fish. 
That's weird. That is weird. <laughs> Thriving yeah. with fish. Uh, because I'm kind of picturing I'm, I'm this pictu- in my head. Well, I'm picturing that the guy that wrote this might not be a first. Uh, <laughs> I think the yeah. English isn't his first right. language. Right, could be. Uh, it says, and Joseph and I saw foxes, owls, rabbits, raccoons, and even a bear. Okay. A, text, <laughs> a, an Arl- a bear in Arlen. Yeah. And then, he, and then he calmly says, and we slept under a blanket of warm blue stars. And then excited again, he says, we thought it would never end. <laughs> yeah. This is nuts. Hank, uh, kind of chuckling, says, okay, Bobby, it's time for your shower. <laughs> I've never heard him ever tell Bob- Bobby to shower. Bobby goes off to take a shower. Uh, and then Hank says, it's great to see the boys so enthusiastic about nature. Uh, <laughs> Peggy suggestively says, so Hank, you ready to re-explore nature? <laughs> That's very sexual. Yeah, for that a, is very sexual for, for Peggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So Hank says, uh, but we just, and then he thinks and, nas- and laughs nervously. Oh, I get it. Hank and Peggy go off to their bedroom. Luann goes to her room. So they basically, in front of Luann, just said, hey, let's go screw. Yeah. And then right they just went off and, and ran Luann off. Goes away. Yeah. Uh, Luann says, good night, Uncle Hank. It's written U-N-C-A. Uncle Hank. Uncle Hank. Good night, Aunt Peggy. Hank and Peggy. Good night, Luann. It's just weird. It is weird. Right? It's uncomfortable. It's odd. Okay, part two, Luann's diary. Luann closes her room door, goes to her dresser, and opens the top drawer. She pulls out a small diary. She goes over to her writing desk, turns on the lamp, and grabs a pencil. Luann writing in her diary. Dear Diary, I have just gone through the weirdest weekend ever. I spent 48 hours stuck with Aunt Peggy. You're probably wondering, um, hmm. you're probably wondering the weekend that was supposed to be so perfect and went wrong. Okay, I think I'm missing a word there. She turns the page. She says, well, I promised Aunt Peggy I wouldn't tell anyone, but here it goes. Uh, something, are you, are you, is, this, is this like cringe? Is, is this know. like cringe material? I here? don't know totally. I okay. mean, Already, I've cringed a few times. I have too. <laughs> so now we get. I feel like after we're done with this, uh, somebody's going to come in here and ask us <laughs> where we were touched on a doll. That's right. So uh, a flashback begins, right? So she's yeah. writing in her diary. She's going to tell us all about what being stuck with Aunt Peggy means. Uh, part three Hank and Company Leaves. Yep. What a great title. Yeah. Luann in the diary says, it all started on Friday morning, the first weekend of summer. Okay. Uh, Hank finishes loading up the truck with camping supplies. Hank says, come on, fellers, let's get a move on. Bill, Boomhauer, Bobby, Joseph, and Dale walk to the truck with their camping supplies. They are not all fitting in that truck. Nah, there's no way. Uh, Bobby says, the first weekend of summer vacation. This is going to be the best camping trip ever. Uh, Joseph says, yeah, I'm so psyched for this trip. That's not what Joseph would say. No. Uh, Bobby says, I'm going to get into a staring contest with an owl and a running contest with a rabbit. A running contest (laughs) with a rabbit. (laughs) Joseph says, I'm going to wrestle a bear. Once he comes across our camping site, he's going down. And then it says, boys quivering eagerly. Boys quivering eagerly. (laughs) Hank says, let's go, boys. There's nature afoot. Everybody boards. There's nature afoot. There's nature afoot. Everybody boards the truck. Uh, Hank then says, gentlemen, this weekend we will do it all. Hunting, fishing, camping, fires, everything. Yep. We will embrace Mother Nature like the natural born woodsman we are. Peggy runs out the front door. Peggy says, wait, Hank, don't forget your fishing hat. Fishing hat. Hank says, oh, yeah, thanks, Peg Leg. And make sure you stay out of trouble this weekend. The Pattersons may be our neighbors, but you should still knock before coming through their front door. Who the hell are the Pattersons? I don't know. I guess that's like uh, not canon to, I don't think we're we're out of the realm of canon period at this point. Wait, what was the 500-pound guy's name? (laughs) Uh, Hanson? David Hanson? Yeah, it was Hanson, wasn't it? Hanson? Wasn't the Pattersons. Okay. Uh, And Peggy says, it's not my fault. They're the ones who aren't being neighborly. It's almost like they're afraid of me or something. Hank, chuckling nervously, says, "Uh, yeah. Peggy says, don't worry. Everything is under control. Hank and Peggy kiss. Which, again, that's weird. It is, you know, anytime they have any kind of interaction like... Here's one of the weirdest lines you'll hear in this whole thing. I think this might even be weirder than the food phone sex conversation. <laughs> it could be. Here's one of the weirdest lines you'll you'll hear in this whole thing, though, right? Can it get weirder? She says, goodbye, Hank. Fish the hell out of those trout. Get out there and fish the <laughs> hell out of them dang trout. I mean, that'd be like somebody be like, yeah, you go out there and fish those catfish. I can see I can see Boomhauer saying it, but Peggy saying it just seems awfully weird. I don't know. It's uh, just weird to say anyway. Be like, your buddy's telling you, fish you know, the hell out of hey, buddy, I'm going fishing. And you're like, hey, man, you go fish the hell out of them bass. <laughs> 
<laughs> you fish the hell out of them dang bass fishes. It's a, it's a, it's a verb, and it's a, it's, it's an action verb, right? To fish? Uh, something to fish. I guess. I don't know. It's I didn't noun. take English. Uh, so uh, uh, <laughs> she says. I'm taking Japanese. Uh, are you? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Duolingo. Uh, she says, fish the hell out of that trout. Hank nods acceptingly, pulls the truck out, and takes off. Hank and Peggy wave each other goodbye. Part four, Connie calls Luann. I think okay. you're kind of you're kind of giving up the lead there, right? Right at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, phone rings. Luann answers. Hello, Connie. When the hell does Connie talk to Luann? Apparently, in this universe, she says, "Hey, Luann, how's it going?" Just like in they this talk alternate, all the time. Uh, Fan fiction Friday. <laughs> Luann says, "Fine." Bobby and Joseph just left with their dads on the camping trip. Connie says, "Sweet." Hey, if you're not too busy this weekend, maybe we can hang out sometime. That's not a thing. That doesn't even seem like a thing, no. Luann, well, that's weird. Yeah, it's weird that they're putting it is, Connie right? and Luann because they're She's so the small. age difference. Yeah, huge age Like difference. one's in her, like her late teens, early 20s, and the other yeah. one's like an 11, 12-year-old. Luann yeah, says, weird. I'd love it. It's in all caps. Yeah, right? I'd so she's love screaming. it. Connie says, great. Just let me know when it's best time for you. This is the most boring conversation I've ever heard between two people in King of the Hill. Uh, Connie says, uh, great. Just let me know when the best time is for you. Luann says, okay, I got work both today and tomorrow afternoon, but I got plenty of time in between. Connie says, great. Keep me posted. I got to go. Bye. Luann says, bye-bye. And then they both hang up. We just heard a conversation between two people that never talk never. on the phone. And ever. it was the most boring thing I've ever heard. Weird stuff. Yeah. Which... Fan fiction <laughs> is not known for not being sure. weird. It's generally but I mean, weird and it's so cringeworthy. detailed, but in the wrong place. In the wrong places. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, oh, mailman walks down the street, putting mail in people's boxes. You he mail the mail hell out of that <laughs> mail. You mail the hell, you out, of the hell out of that mail. <laughs> yeah, he, he, you, you, you open that mailbox with the, the fury of a thousand gods. <laughs> so we get to part five. Peggy's package arrives. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, this is package. It, one of the one of the uh, stage directions, for lack of a better term, says close to noon. A UPS oh, wow. truck pulls up in front of the Hills residence. The doorbell rings. Peggy, I well, got you it. Know, you know, if if you were to reenact this, <laughs> he puts close to noon. Yeah. So when you're acting, he he wants the actor to express and convey that it's maybe close they're to almost lunchtime. hungry. Yeah, yep. it's it's close to yeah. lunchtime. They want them to convey the urgency of, of lunch. Hunger pains. Yeah. Pangs. Yeah, that's what it is. They want them pangs. to they want them to stand there and, sure. and feel hunger. Right. It's almost lunchtime. <laughs> Peggy Peggy says, I got it. And she walks to the door and opens it. This is riveting stuff so far. What would a live reading like this look like for us? Uh, if we be, did some like live fan fiction, I think be that'd be funny. Terrible, but it would be great. Totally uh, great. The delivery man, which I guess is the UPS guy, says package for Peggy Hill. Peggy signs the form and then takes the package. Delivery man leaves. Again, very detailed. Extremely detailed. Uh, Peggy walks into the living room with her package. Peggy, to herself, I cannot believe it's finally here. Lou Ann emerges from her room. Lou Ann says, hey, Aunt Peggy, what's up? Peggy, with uh, what I can only describe as uh, two paragraphs, says... My entrance into teaching biology is what's up, Doc. Walks over to couch. What's up, Doc? The that's Peggy. Yeah. She oh, says, that's weird. She walks over to the couch. Instantly made me feel uncomfortable. The Tom Landry Middle School biology teacher, Professor Hall, is retiring after after many years of service, and Principal Moss has appointed me, Peggy Hill, to be the new biology teacher for oh, grades that's weird. five through eight. Luann walks over to the that's couch. That's a weird. That's a weird. This is definitely by somebody that's never been in a yes. Texas school system. Yes. Five to eight, it would never be in the same building. No, no, they would not. Uh, Luann walks over to the couch. Uh, you know, Peggy, I say that. I say that, and I think I was. Well, I know we had a sixth grade center. We had sixth, here. seventh, and eighth. Yeah. That's how my son's school is set up. It's yeah. sixth, seventh, and eighth in the same building. But fifth yeah. grade is just like right at the cusp. Fifth is elementary It's a little here. too young. Yeah, yeah it's a little it's too still young. still elementary. Uh, she says, starting next year, we're going to learn about prehistoric land ma uh, masters, the dinosaurs. Prehistoric land masters. Prehistoric land. You know what? I am never calling them dinosaurs ever again. From now on, they're prehistoric land masters. <laughs> that is great. So she says, I have ordered a series of kits from Apex Discovery. 
and I intend on getting a head start on examining each uh, from their physical structure to their diets. Oh, wow. And Luann, what a better way for a young woman like you to spend the summer than help me Peggy Hill with her dinosaurs. Her prehistoric land This is just so masters. weird. Prehistoric land masters. Uh, Luann says, spending time at the beach? Peggy uh, gives her a stern look. Nervously, Luann says, I mean, gosh, I'd love to help Aunt Peggy. I'd love to help There's Aunt no Peggy. There's no joke there. There is no joke. There's no joke there. All right, part There's six. There's very few jokes anywhere. Part six. Uh, and again, this is kind of giving away the, the, the what's going to happen. Okay. It says, part six, gluing accident. Oh. So you're starting to see why it's called back-to-back. I see. Uh, Luann takes a seat on the couch next to Peggy. Peggy opens the package. Peggy. Okay, my model today is the Stegosaurus. We just have to follow the simple set of instructions, and we will be on Easy Street. Oh, I see what's about to happen here. Yeah. Yeah. She begins reading the instructions. First, to be sure to have all the pieces needed. She dumps the bone pieces on the coffee table. Second, make sure you have plenty of modeling glue. Uh, Takes the tube of glue out of the box and hands it to Luann. I have never bought a model where where the glue came with it. No, uh, I've never bought a model where the glue or the paint came with it. Well, they they, they do have the all-in-one sets. I did plenty of oh, you models, did models when I was a kid. I yeah. did a few, but my problem was is I was uh, I had uh, attention deficit, whatever you want to call it. Sure. And uh, I would get halfway through putting it together, yeah. and then it would sit there. And sure. then I would, like, oh, I'd see yeah. a different one I wanted to put together, yeah. and I'd put that about halfway yeah, through. Yeah, those boxes and, that have half a car in it yeah, and all the pieces rattling around yeah, it. Yeah, wherever they're at. Yeah. Rest um, in peace. And so she says, yeah, plenty of glue. She takes it out of the box. Now, before we officially begin, I just need to grab a box of Kleenex in case we make a mess of things. You proceed with step two. Luann stares at Peggy blankly. Just make sure we have enough glue. Peggy turns around, reaching over the armrest. Uh, Luann opens the tube and looks inside. She tries to shake some out, but nothing comes out. She then shakes harder and finally squeezes the tube. A whole mess squirts out of the tube. A whole mess. A whole mess. Peggy, turning around, said, what was that? Luann hides the tube and says, nothing. Nothing. Peggy turns back around. Luann frets because a long line of glue is covered over Peggy's back without Peggy's notice. Oh, wow. She squirted it so hard, it went all over Peggy's back. This is weird. Yeah, this is getting getting questionable. And Peggy turns uh, back to the couch with the Kleenex box and says, okay, I got the tissue. Luann, sudden reaction, I need some. She accidentally knocks the box out of Peggy's hands. It knocks most of the pile of bones off the table. Oh, that's crazy. Peggy then responds, Luann, will you please be more careful next time? Now help me clean up this mess. I'm still stuck on the glue all over her back. Like, yeah, why did it have weird. to, why did the rider have to put the glue on her back? Weird, yeah. Uh, at least it wasn't around her neck, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it says, says, both Peggy and Luann scramble to pick up all the bones. Uh, when they nearly had all of them collected, they were both kneeling on the floor, facing Weird. the opposite from each other. I, I just, I just want you to follow along with me here, yeah, okay? I'm, 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 I'm with barely, but we're hanging. They on. slid closer to each other until they bump each other's backs. Luann, having suddenly remember, not remembered, the gluing accident, felt something squishy on Peggy's back. This is a series of words that's never been said. <laughs> Squishy Peggy's back. Luann, to herself, says, "Uh uh-oh. Peggy stands up. Luann levitates on her back, dropping all of the bones she collected. Peggy, well, not much damage was done, but, and then sudden silence, Peggy begins turning around in a near panic state. Luann, Luann, where are you? She can't tell that she's on her back. Well, yeah, that's what's weird. Yeah, Levi, <laughs> they're both spinning around. It's almost like that, yeah. uh, that, uh, oh man, dude, where's my car skate with the tattoos on yeah. their back? Yeah. yeah. Sweet True. dude. Sweet dude. Luann, truthfully, it says in, in brackets, truthfully. Truthfully. Right everything, here, Aunt, Everything Luann has said before this it's been is a lie. A lie. Right. She <laughs> says, uh, right here, Aunt Peggy. Peggy turns her head around, only to see Luann completely suspended okay. to her back. Peggy, Luann, what are you doing? It's a serious violation of my personal space. Luann, I had a little accident with the glue. Peggy, what happened? Reaches for the glue tube, reads to herself. Warning, this glue dries on contact and is to be used for modeling purposes only. Any misuse of this product, accidental or intentional, result in serious consequences. Then she drops the tube. Fearfully, she says, holy crap, we're stuck like this. 
Then the theme to the Twilight Zone plays and Peggy screaming and Luann starts screaming. End of Act One. End of Act One. What do you think? Well, so far, <laughs> there's extreme amounts. I don't know extreme. That might be too word, Lots. too wordy. But there's definitely a little too much. There you go. A little yeah. too much yeah. sexual innuendo. It is sexually innuendoed it's to the charged. Hilt. Uh, we are in Act Two of a Peggy and Luann episode back to back. Part One: Peggy calls for help. Okay. Peggy pacing the room panically. Uh, say that five times fast. Basically, panic and panic. Peggy hyperventilating. Oh God! Oh God! What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Then she stops. Peggy reaches for the glue tube again. Sees manufacturing okay. address. Peggy says, "I know. We will call them, and they will get us out of this jam." All of a sudden, Peggy's a robot. Luann says, can't we just call Uncle Hank? Uncle Hank? Can we call Uncle Hank? Peggy says, Hank must... You know, maybe, and that's why I don't think it's an English speaker. That's right there is another key that it's not somebody whose first language is English because they hear, they hear Luann say, Uncle Hank. Mm -hmm. She doesn't say uncle. Mm -hmm. She says, Uncle Hank. Yeah. Yeah. It's the slam. It's the the Southern draw slang. Peggy says, Hank must not, all in caps, know about this, Luann. I made a promise to your uncle that I would not get into any trouble this weekend, like she's Lucille Ball or something, right? (laughs) Uh, And says, and by God, I'm a wife who keeps her word. Okay, Peggy. Peggy pulls out the phone book, starts flipping pages. Peggy reaches modeling listings. Yeah, modeling listings. Modeling listings. All right, it, this this sentence says Peggy reaches modeling listings, okay, fingers through, and points to the reliable source. Okay. Peggy reaches for the telephone and dials a number. Lady on the phone, Apex Discovery Hotline. Peggy, yes, this is Peggy Hill, and I am calling in concern for your modeling products. <laughs> Lady <laughs> says, how may I help you? Peggy says, listen. We had a little gluing accident just as we were beginning to put together one of your dinosaur models, and now we need help. Like, it matters which model. Yeah. Lady says, hmm, can you describe exactly what happened? Luann screaming, I'm glued to Aunt Peggy's I'm back. I'm glued to Aunt Peggy. <laughs> which is, it's still, I didn't, it may, I'm still slightly uncomfortable from the, the previous line about glue on her back. Sure. Lady says, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's too bad. Okay, lady, thanks a lot. Appreciate your help. <laughs> yeah, thanks for all the help. She says, I'm sorry, ladies, but we have no adhesive antidote in stock. Oh, no, they're out of antidote. Adhesive antidote. Adhesive <laughs> antidote. <laughs> she uh, looks at a whole shelf of antidote uh, saying Apex Discovery is not responsible for any accidents involving modeling products. So this this woman is just lying to him over the phone. Yeah. She has a whole shelf full of the adhesive a whole, a whole antidote. Shelf full of lies. <laughs> it says it should be available at your nearest hardware store, craft shop, or your local discount store. Thank you for calling Discovery Plus Hotline. Remember, you get a ten, you get a ten discount on all purchases if you <laughs> if you're a member of Apex Discovery Educational Club. You'll be charged a dollar ninety nine for the first minute of this call and ninety nine cents for each additional minute. Have a nice day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing ever. Uh, Peggy says, but, and then the phone hangs up. Luann, now what are we going to do? One hour later, Peggy closes the phone book. She's looking through the phone book for an hour. And this guy had to tell us about it. Peggy says, well, I've called up all the craft shops, discount stores, and hardware outlets, even those in McManorbury. Surprisingly, there's an incredibly low uh, stock of adhesive antidote this time of year in this part of Texas. Adhesive <laughs> antidote. Luann says, even Megalomart? I'm, I'm still taken aback by the adhesive antidote. Luann says, How even, do you get it, though? Is it a shot or is it a I, pill? I don't know. Luann says, even Megalomart? And Peggy says, low prices, but low re- reliability. Low reliability. <laughs> <laughs> All right, part two. Where, where did you find this at? Uh, this was at... Uh, did you just search on Google of like... Uh, Fanfictionratings.com. Oh, wow. Fanfictionratings.com. Your source for badly worded fan fiction. Highly sexually charged. Highly sexual charged glue uh, incident. Yeah, glue factory. Part two, Peggy runs errands. Uh, another okay. another hour <laughs> later, after cleaning up the living room, again, with Luann glued to her back, Peggy gets her purse and her car keys. Luann, but Aunt Peggy, we can't go outside looking like this. People will think we're freaks. Peggy, Peggy Hill will go on with her life. Besides, you are the master of absence in this town. 
if you keep quiet, it will almost be like another episode where we can ignore you for no apparent reason. Yeah, I, I don't speak the whatever language. Luann looks that confused, kind of twisted up, and she says, "Now come on, it's time to go." Andale. Escúchame. Luann remembers that she's not wearing socks or shoes. Says, "But Aunt Peggy," and she yelps. Peggy heads to the car through the back door. Peggy drives the car through Arlen with Luann squished uncomfortably behind her. That's weird. It is super weird, right? Yeah, this whole. I mean. Isn't it just on her shirt? I thought. Uh, right? If it was on the shirt, you'd just be able to take, just the, take shirt the shirt off. So were they. N- yeah. I don't want to say it, but were nah, they I got you. crafting naked? Part three, Science Museum. Yeah, we'll go ahead and just gloss that. Peggy is marveling at a dinosaur exhibit. So they, they've gone to the museum now, and they're looking at exhibits. Peggy says, will you look at that, Luann? Museum professor walks up and says, excuse me. Peggy yells, quickly turns around. Oh, hi, Chuck's ner- chuckles nervously. Museum professor. Is that, a, is that a term? A museum professor? A museum professor. I thought it was curator. He says, that's a mighty impressive beast, isn't it? He doesn't say, why the hell do you have another woman on your back? He says, that's a mighty impressive beast, isn't it? Peggy says, I agree. I believe this is a stegosaurus. <laughs> yeah, stegosauri. <laughs> what is it? A uh, Hold on. What did she say? A prehistoric landmaster. <laughs> prehistoric landmaster. Uh, museum professor says, ah, so you're into dinosaurs too. What's your name? Because she knew the word stegosaurus? Uh, Peggy says, Peggy Hill. And if it were up to me, that would be called the pegasaurus. The pegasaurus. That's... <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Peggy says, yeah. but seriously, I am actually a biology teacher at Tom Landry Middle School. Besides, I joined the Apex Discovery Educational Models Club since my last visit here. That's funny. <laughs> Museum professor says, uh-huh, nods head in interest. Peggy, in my opinion, dinosaurs were created by God. Oh, wow. We're As getting, Peggy continues. <laughs> As Peggy continues speaking, the professor notices something behind Peggy's back. He sees Luann's head creeping over Peggy's shoulder. The professor raises an eyebrow. Luann creeps back down halfway, revealing an innocent look in her eyes. Peggy, but I guess there were no stopping the riveting mammals from the raging apostles. Wow. <laughs> this got crazy. This got crazy, Mike. <laughs> the museum this professor, is absurd. The museum professor clears his throat. He says, oh, look at the time. Uh, and he leads Peggy to the exit. Sorry, we can't continue this engaging conversation, but thanks again for visiting okay. the Heimlich County Science Museum. The Heimlich County Science Museum. Peggy's, uh, um, okay, so we'll be s- discussing this later then. Museum professor, yes, much later, spins his finger around his ear when Peggy turns back like he's like she's nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, part four, Jack's Barbershop. Okay. Uh, Luann is cutting a customer's hair while Peggy looks into the mirror. Peggy looking in a mirror? Well, what I'm saying is they're still glued together. Luann's cutting somebody's hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, a Peggy peeks at the back of the customer's head. She then turns around. Luann gasps. Aunt Peggy, what are you doing? Peggy, I was just observing your job, and I have decided that you are not cutting this man's hair as well as you should be. She grabs Luann's shears. Luann, but, Peggy, uh-uh-uh, trust me, Luann, I know what I'm doing. Luann sighs repeatedly as Peggy proceeds to cut the customer's hair. Because she knows that Peggy is notorious for acting like she knows how to do something. Mm-hmm. But doesn't know how to do anything. Yeah. Very we, well, anyway. We she can't do stuff. We didn't need that scene at all. No, we didn't. Part five, Peggy and Luann go to bed. This might get weird. It says, uh, that night, Peggy and Luann sleep yeah, on the couch. It is definitely, this scene is about to be. It was a full moon. Questionable. Peggy removed her shoes near the couch and placed her glasses on Imagine the Imagine that table. smell. Luann uh, puts her hair bow on the coffee table. I'm just hearing like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Peggy faced outward on the couch while Luann faced inward. Peggy had her pillow and blanket all to herself and the chilly air made Luann cold. Peggy snoring. Luann, Aunt Peggy, Aunt Peggy. Peggy continues snoring. Luann, Aunt Peggy, could you give me some of your blanket? It's cold back here. Peggy continues snoring. Luann uh, bundles her arms together, shivering, cringes at Peggy's loud snoring. As Peggy continues snoring, the crickets are chirping outside the calm, summery night. Watch right, fight all through the night. 
part six, Peggy runs errands too. Uh, the next day, a Saturday, Peggy sets off to do more errands. She was feeling a little more downbeat than the previous day. I don't know why that makes a difference. Peggy, well, I'm off to the store. Hopefully I can have someone else talk to uh, besides the wart on my back. She's calling Luann a wart. Uh, Luann says, Aunt Peggy. A big wart at that. Aunt Peggy, uh, can I just grab my shoes first? Wriggles her toes. My toes are feeling a bit insecure. Peggy, well, you should have thought of that. Insecure toes? Yeah. She said, you should have thought of that before you got us stuck together. It's not fun when your own mistakes come back to haunt you. Huh? Peggy walks towards the car. Peggy drives in her car with Luann squished behind her again. Peggy, Luann, please stop wriggling around. I cannot drive while you're squirming like a worm. Luann, muffled. But, uh, Peggy, uh, could breathe better here. Peggy, yeah, yeah, we'll stop for some ice cream on our way home, you freaking job. I don't know. Uh, Job? Peggy continues Maybe because there are some biblical references. Maybe it was Job. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, Call she's saying all, I, we're going to your job, I guess, oh, is what okay. she's saying. I got you. Peggy, uh-oh, it's Nancy and Min. Uh, she whispers, just let me do all the Are talking. they hanging out together, like running around? I guess. She said, just let me do all the talking. Maybe they will not notice you. They'll not notice the full-size woman glued to my back. Min calling, hey, Peggy Hibbilly, over here. Nancy turns around. Peggy walks over. Nancy, hey, Suge. Peggy, calm. Hello, Nancy. Hello, men. It's nice to see you girls. Nancy, indeed, swipes her hair. So what's up, Suge? Peggy, well, I've officially started my vacation this weekend. i got a whole summer ahead to prepare for our entrance into the biology profession next year. Entrance into the biology yep. profession. Men, ah, biology, one of Connie's best subjects. Peggy, yes, your daughter is one of our best students. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. Oh. <sighs> Nancy looks into her pocket mirror and says, Well, Suge, things couldn't be better at Channel 84 right now. We're preparing for the annual Taste of Arlen next weekend. I have a booth next to Sugarfoot's. Nancy giggles excitedly, puts a away booth mirror. next to Sugarfoot's. This is Nancy Hicks Gribble. Back to you, Peg. That's cringe. Again. That was cringe. What about Luann on your back? Peggy. Oh, well, uh, chuckles nervously. How about you, men? Men, oh, same as usual. My con got a pay raise at work the other day. I also work more on my garden. There's a special type of Laotian flower that I'm cultivating for upcoming contests at Arlen Botanical Gardens. Peggy, mm-hmm. Men, by the way, Peggy, we are still on for our boggle game at your house tomorrow. Peggy, nervously assure you better watch out. Peggy Hill, professional boggle champ, will give you no less than 113. What does that mean? I don't know. Say it one more time. Uh, Peggy Hill, professional boggle champ, will give you no less than 113. Oh, numbers. Le- or, or Is that words. the highest score? I guess. I don't know. She clutches her fist half-heartedly. That's a lot of words. Oh, of yeah. 133 words off a boggle board is a lot. 113, sorry, is a lot. Men and Nancy shift their eyes towards each other smugly. Peggy, still nervous. Well, girls, I must be going. Walk past them, quickly turn around. I just need to see if they have my kind of deodorant. Discreet, unscented. Nancy, lighter sug. Men, chow. When does men say chow? Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. That might be a little, (laughs) again, a little ignorance from the writer. (laughs) Uh, She then walks over to the other side of the shelf and begins uh, counting cosmetic kits instead of deodorant. A passerby notices Luann suspended on Peggy's back. Finally, someone sees it. Men and Nancy look on. Men, poor Peggy Hillbilly. She's so distracted she didn't know she got blonde girl stuck on her back. Nancy, kind of makes you feel sorry for him, doesn't it, Suge? Men, Peggy, such a pompous windbag. I feel sorry for blonde girl. Nancy, same here, Suge. Both giggle to themselves. That's weird. All right. Such a weird exchange. Part 8, Jack's Barbershop 2. Uh, later that afternoon, Peggy and Luann approach the front entrance at Jack's Barbershop. Peggy, that was the best lunch I've had in a while. They're just going about their business while they're stuck together. They haven't even tried to do anything. They haven't anything. even tried to There's do not anything any at all. Well, that's There's what's we- well, <laughs> the antidote. That's what's weird about this whole fan fiction is that they just, like... <sighs> There's no resolution. They're not. They're not trying to resolve their problem. They're just no. walking around stuck to each other like idiots. Peggy, uh, that's the best lunch I've had in a while. Luann, but I wanted ketchup on my fries and I wanted fruit salad, not fries. She wanted ketchup on her fries and she wanted fruit salad, not fries. Peggy, I wanted relish on my hot dog, but you did not see me complaining about it, huh? Connie happens along on her bicycle. 
Connie, hey, Luann, what's up? Luann, well, not much. Connie notices Luann's problem. Yikes, what happened to you? Luann, twiddling her fingers, we had a little accident yesterday. Connie, gee, that sucks. So, um, are we still on for this weekend? Luann, I don't know, Connie, I'm kind of in a pickle here. Why would here. Connie even I ask don't know. that? <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, we're kind of in a pickle here. Connie, well, I better be going. Have fun at work and good luck. Uh, and then she whispers to herself, you'll need it. Connie rides off as Peggy and Luann enter the barber shop. Okay. Uh, we only have one more act to go here. No, uh, we're good. If, if anybody this is, is this uh, is great. If anybody's worried about what's going to happen with, uh, I hope Peggy. you guys are enjoying it because uh, yeah. I kind of like this. This, this is, is funny. This is wonderful. Uh, Peggy looks through the mirror. She turns around. Luann drops a comb. Peggy, once again, you failed to cut hair professionally. That's where I come in. She grabs Luann's shears and begins cutting hair. Luann growls, then turns back. Peggy drops shears. Uh, Luann. Back off, Aunt Peggy. This is my job. Peggy gasps. How dare you? Nobody speaks to Peggy Hill in that manner and gets away with it. Turns back, continues cutting. Luann turns back. I can cut hair. I'm not stupid. Nobody called you stupid, Luann. Nobody called you dumb. Peggy turns back. Escuchame, young lady, but I have been cutting hair longer than you have. Luann, you've only cut Bobby's hair all these years. I've cut millions of people's hair. Millions, she says. Millions. Turns back. Peggy turns back. Well, it's never too late to do something right, Luann growls. Peggy and Luann struggling. Peggy struggling. If you would just let me show you, Luann straining. I don't need your help. Big chunks of hair fall to the ground during the fight as a customer frets. Luann turns back to the front and clips, clings tightly to the chair. Peggy struggles, then gives up. Both their uh, both of their hair were ruined during the scuffle. <laughs> Lu- Luann, okay, sir, you're all done. Hands him the mirror. Customer screams. Uh, his hair is completely botched. Uh, customer, crying now, says, what have you done to my beautiful hair? It's ruined. Peggy, I told her she should have done it my way. Customer points to Luann. You are going to pay for this, for that. No tip. Customer <laughs> walking out the barber shop. Uh, Jack standing by the exit with arms crossed. Jack walks over to Luann and says, Luann, we need to talk. Um, you're a great hairstylist. In fact, the best I've ever had, which is why I want you, points at Luann, not that, and points at Peggy in the mirror. Peggy, what the hell are you staring at? Uh, Jack says, I gave you a shot yesterday, but until you get your <clears throat> family matters under control, you are suspended. And he walks off, and then Luann and Peggy glare at each other, then ignore each other. That's end of act two. That's something else. What do you think? Uh, are you riveted? Uh, I, I don't even want to use any weird terms. Uh, riveted or any of those kind of I don't know what I am yeah uncomfortable it, it feels weird right yeah I feel really weird after yeah that. but it's cool I like I like the fan fiction I like weird fan fiction like that there's a lot of it out there all right here we go act three act three part one act three in the final act I do believe uh part one Peggy apologizes Peggy and Luann are lying on the couch uh, ignoring each other. The cold air still gives Luann the chills, and Peggy hops up on the pillow and blanket. Peggy is frowning to herself, and then she starts thinking, and slowly she begins to feel regretful. Peggy, Luann, honey, are you awake? Luann, shivering, yes. Peggy, Luann, I've been thinking about this weekend. We both got ourselves in a situation that has affected us tremendously. Now, I am not the one to hold a grudge. just wanted to say that. I forgive you. Luann stops shivering. I know you did not mean to bond us together like this. I made a promise to your uncle that we would not get into any trouble this weekend, Lucille Ball. And we both broke that promise, and I'm willing to make a fresh start first thing tomorrow. Luann, in her diary, says it was then that I knew she was just saying sorry in her own way. To Peggy, regretfully, I'm sorry, Aunt Peggy. Peggy, I'm sure you are. Now let's get some shut-eye and start behaving like civilized platter women we are, huh? Luann, yes, but first, could you give me some of your blanket? My toes are freezing. She scrunches up her toes again. Again, I think we're into a foot fetish kind of thing. Yeah, I think the guy might have a foot fetish as much as he talks about feet. And she says, Aunt Peggy, and Peggy is already snoring. So, part two, Peggy and Luann wake up. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, Okay, next morning, a Sunday, like it matters. Okay. Peggy puts her shoes and glasses on. Luann ties her hair bow together. Peggy. Well, it is the last leg of the weekend, and we are still pasted like the wasted. Pasted? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm making waffles. Do you want some? Luann says, yes, please. Like she has any choice. She doesn't really have much of a choice at all. There's there's no choice in this this, uh, scenario. All right, here we go. Part three, Connie's glue situation. 
Well, Connie has a good situation yeah. now. Later that day, Connie comes over to the Hills residence. Doorbell rings. Peggy answers. Connie, hi, Mrs. Hill. Hey, Luann. Peggy and Luann wearily. Hi, Connie. Connie, I think I found the solution to your problem. Shows a can of adhesive dissolvent. Is that the... Adhesive the, dissolvent. Is that the antidote? Adhesive dissolvent. Whatever that is. Peggy surprised. My God, we've been looking everywhere for that. Where did you get it? Connie, I had some left over from last year's science project on the solar system. They saw her like two days ago. Yeah, that was it. Just two days ago. She says, which I won. I was borrowing some bouncy balls to represent the sun and planets. Uh, and the group heads over to the living room. Connie, reading instructions. Okay, make sure the adhesive is stored at room temperature. She asked Peggy, is it Mrs. Hill? Peggy, eagerly, yes, go on. Connie, instructions, spray directly onto adhesive, make sure the model stays perfectly still. And then she asks them, are you guys ready? Peggy says, let her rip. Connie sprays the adhesive dissolvent. Luann says, now what? Connie, instructions, the glue will completely dissolve within two hours. Two hours. Uh, two says, hours. you guys want to watch some TV? Not much of a choice. He gets sprayed down with the thing, and she says, you want to watch some TV. Uh, Peggy and Luann say, okay, sure. Nearly two hours later, Connie is sitting on the couch. Peggy and Luann are standing next to the couch, all watching Monsignor Martinez. Connie looks Monsignor at the... Monsignor Martinez. Connie looks at the living room clock. Connie, well, it should be at least two hours, Mrs. Hill. Peggy, well, since time is almost near, I'll go fix us some lunch. She walks off to the kitchen. Connie continues watching TV. Peggy pours some water into a glass, has sandwich and drinks all prepared on a food tray. Peggy walks back in the living room. The glue officially begins to wear off. Peggy, okay, I got the sandwiches. Glue breaks. Luann screams when she falls off Peggy's back and thuds onto the ground. Is she that much taller than her? (laughs) It's kind of weird. She's tiny. Connie, (gasps) it worked. You guys are finally free. Luann, ached. Thank God. Peggy, and just in time for me to get ready for my boggle game with the girls. Yes! Jumps happily. Boggle game with the girls. I just want you to, this is. Make me uncomfortable, please. It says, boggle game with the girls. Yes! All in caps. And then it says in parentheses, jumps happily, bone cracks. Okay. Ow! Ow. Limps away with ached back. Luann, having been suspended for, or says suspend, for 48 hours, has trouble getting up. She gets up and spreads her arms and legs slowly. Connie, so Luann, now that you're free, you want to hang out? <laughs> yeah. Luann, fatigued. Sure thing, Connie. I just need to finish doing some stretches. Walks towards her room, then stumbles on the rug, falling near Connie's feet, and she dies. No, that doesn't say that. No. Connie, we can just stay here if that's better for you. Luann, no problem. Gives her a sheepish grin. All right, part four, boggle game. Doorbell rings. Peggy answers. Men, hey, Peggy Hillbilly. Peggy, stop calling me that. Nancy, we're ready for your boggle game, Shug. Men, and we will be more than honored if your rear viewer could join us. Both women giggle. Come on, Peggy, show us your new appendage. Peggy, well, ladies, turns around. Take a good look. Men and Nancy stop giggling. Pansy, or Pansy. Peggy, uh uh-huh. Pansy, Nancy. Uh Uh-huh, that's right. You'll find that my new appendage was removed a tad earlier than expected. Men and Nancy shift their eyes towards each other smugly. Why are they holding this over her head? Like it's I don't know. You know, it's it's, it's weird. just so weird. It's really, really weird. Peggy, okay, girls, get ready to play boggle. Peggy Hill style. Men and Nancy roll their eyes in disgust. Peggy rattles letterbox. Peggy slams box on the table. Oh yeah. Women write down their words under the timing of the hourglass. Peggy, okay, girls, add them up. Men, 17 words. Nancy, 12 shugs. Peggy, re- <laughs> Oh, dear, I only have three, triumphantly. 24 words! What? Uh, Chuckles arrogantly. Men and Nancy gasp. I told you ninnies to put on your best game. (laughs) She says, round two. Peggy rattles letterbox with a smirk. Men and Nancy groan. All right, part five, hair part talk. Part five, hair talk. Why, why do we even need all that? I don't know. You don't need we all don't that. don't need half of what he's... Uh, God. I, I don't know that we need any of it. They sit and look at the carpet. And, uh, you know, it's it's that kind of thing. They watch yeah. paint dry. Uh, okay, part five, hair talk. Luann and Connie spend time together in Luann's room. Luann combing Connie's hair. Connie reading a magazine. Weird. Luann, it was awful. We did all these boring things. I ate a lot of food I didn't like. I kept getting squeezed into cold, tight faces, and everybody around town was looking at me like some kind of freak. Finishes combing Connie's hair. And, and, Connie. And what? Luann, and Aunt Peggy got me suspended from my job. Releases Connie's hair. 
Connie, great Luann, that's terrible. Or G Luann, sorry. G Luann, that's terrible. Luann sprays Connie's hair. Whew. Connie looks in the mirror at herself. Connie, wow, that looks perfect. Thanks a lot. Why? I, I just, I'm still having a problem living in this world where Connie and Luann are hanging out. Yeah, I do too. It's weird. It's, okay. it's really weird. It makes me, I don't know. I wonder, well, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out if they ever really do hang out in the show, like just one-on-one. Because I don't, I don't know if they, they ever do. do. I don't think they do. Again, it's But there's just, a lot of things that I didn't think have happened that have happened. It's so such a huge age I haven't really, so. I haven't really vocalized it, but there's a lot of episodes that I've went back and seen now since we were doing what we're yeah. doing. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of stuff that I've missed. Hmm. Uh, and so she tells, uh, she says, gee, Luann, that's terrible. Uh, Luann sprays Connie's hair. Connie looks in the mirror at herself. Connie, wow, that looks perfect. Thanks a lot. Luann, quivering, says you're welcome, and she starts to cry. Connie puts a hand on her shoulder. Oh, don't cry, Luann. It's not your fault. They begin to kiss. No, it doesn't say that. Uh, you're the best hairstylist in Ireland. It'll all go away before you know it. Luann, suppressing her cry. You mean it, Connie? Absolutely, Luann. Thanks. Connie, watch tear from her eye. Don't mention it. <laughs> Fixes Luann's hair bow. That's what friends are for. Both cuddle, and Luann sighs contently. Well, that's a little weird. Part six, boggle game two. Peggy rattling letterbox and slams it on the table. Women write down their words under the timing of the hourglass. Peggy, okay, count them up. Uh, men, bored, 13. Nancy yawns, eight shugs. Peggy, well, what do you know? Shouts, I got 49 words. She's kind of a jackass in this. Peggy laughing hysterically as men and Nancy stare at each other with fatigue. Nancy, shug, maybe we better call it a day. Men, yeah, at this rate, you find every word in the dictionary. You already pick up a few Laotian terms in the past 30 rounds. 30. Peggy wags her finger at him and says, uh-uh-uh, you girls cannot back out on me now, starts rattling the letterbox. We have not even gotten to the lightning round. Nancy slams her hand on the table. Says, Shug, just drop it. You win. We quit. Why did she even go over there? Because they know, know they know how this is going to turn out. They know it's going to turn out bad. Men says, I go home before you boggle our brains, silly. Men accompanies Nancy to the door under her breath. Stupid redneck. Uh, Peggy, fine. I do not need you losers. I can have plenty of fun playing boggle by myself. Women slam door shut. Peggy sits at table for a few seconds, tapping the pencil, humming to herself, clock ticking. To herself, she says, well, this is fun. Then she pauses. She gets up out of the chair. I'm just going to finish my dinosaur models now. And then she walks off into the living room. Her uh, prehistoric landmasters. Prehistoric landmasters. I still think that's hilarious. <laughs> All right, part seven, video game. Uh, this is the penultimate part. Uh, Connie and Luann playing the Columns video game in Body's room. Do we know what that is? Columns video game? Oh, yeah, that is a video game. So on Sega, they had a, uh, a game called Columns, and what it was is it was one of those Tetris-like games, uh, but with gotcha. gems. Got so it. you would have, like, orange gems and okay. blue gems, and they all had their own shape. Well, Connie and Luann are uh, sitting in Bobby's room playing it for some reason. Connie plays more diligently. Luann gets confused. Connie's final columns disappear as Luann's pile up. The game ends. Connie types her initials into the high score rankings. Luann. Gosh, Connie, I thought you hated video games. Connie, nah, Columns is an old-time favorite. Is this like product placement? Columns is an old-time favorite. I, I happen so. to like games that exercise the mind. Besides, just between the two of us, I could whoop Bobby's ass at it any day of the week. Yikes. Connie and Luann share a giggle. Men calling from her house. Connie, time to come home. Connie, well, Luann, I had fun. I'll see you later. Both give each other a big hug. A big hug. The flashback ends. Part eight, the final part. Uh, Luann goes to bed. <laughs> so it's so weird. Goofy. Luann from her diary. After that, I finally helped Aunt Peggy finish her dinosaur model. She took all the credit as usual. On the first weekend of summer, it was the weirdest weekend in my whole life. I should be returning to Mr. Jack's later this week. As for Connie, she's a lifesaver and a true friend. She closes the diary. Luann turns off the light and goes to bed. She snuggles with her favorite teddy bear. Oh, I was I was wrong. I'm sorry. Part nine. Heggy. Uh, Heggy. Hank Heggy Hill. <laughs> it's a Hank and Peggy combo. Heggy. Uh, Hank and Peggy's intimate moment. You ready? Ooh, not really, but here we go. Let's go, guys. The intimate moment. This is it. We've only got a few <laughs> lines left here. The intimate moment. Hank and Peggy in bed. Hank takes his socks off. 
Hank. And then after the bear had Dale cornered, Joseph crept up and tackled the hell out of it. That son of a bitch was gone faster than a propane discount. He takes off his glasses. I never thought I'd see a bear fight in person, let alone that thrilling. So how was your weekend? Peggy takes off her glasses. Well, Luann and I had a great time. In fact, if you did not know any better, which I'm sure you do not, you could say we were joined at the hip. Hank says, what's that supposed to mean? Peggy says, nothing, honey. You wouldn't understand. It's a girl thing. Hank, uh, but you remember to keep your promise, didn't you? Peggy wraps her arms around Hank. Hank, just shut up and kiss me. Hank and Peggy kissing each other warmly. Both sink under the covers, and Peggy says, oh, yeah. The end. Well, Mike, that was <laughs> that was an experience. Did uh, you I hope yeah, all of you enjoyed that as well. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like that. That was different. Yeah. That was something very different. Yeah, uh, we, we, we. I'm gonna have to look at. I might have to find my own fan. <laughs> Friday fan fiction. I'm gonna yeah, have to look up nuts, some fan man. fiction. That, that was, was crazy. Nuts. So uh, that is a Peggy and Luann episode back to back fan fiction. Hope you enjoyed yep. that. Hope you or guys liked the fan fiction, it. or at least got through it. And if yeah. you didn't get through it, uh, you know, well. Well, it was nice. Yeah, knowing you're not you. hearing anything I'm saying right now, so <laughs> that doesn't really matter. But uh, we do appreciate everybody that's uh, checked out our podcast over the last <sighs> few months of us doing this. Uh, uh, we're 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 not quite at a year, but we're well past the half a year mark, and man, it's picking up. Yeah, it really oh, is. Uh, yeah, um, I, I really want to thank everybody. I want to tell you if you I wanna... have some actual personal oh go thank for yous it. that I have to give. So yeah. we were fact checked on something by somebody other than our regular fact checker Artie. So thanks thanks Artie for the last episode. I forgot to thank him for last episode's trivia cuz most of the trivia I used was from him. So I want to uh, thank him for that. And uh I want to thank Pippin the Sheltie on Instagram. Uh I was called out uh it was actually something that I had said that got called out uh where I'd said that Peggy doesn't use contractions. She always says do not, will not instead of won't, you know, won't, can't, don't. I got proved that Maybe just in that one episode, she doesn't use contractions. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah, it was the episode where she said, my mom didn't let me use contractions. That was like two episodes ago, I yeah, think, yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, I remember that, sure. And uh, uh, she called, I, I was called out on that by Pippin the Sheltie on uh, Instagram, so I just want to make the sure Sheltie. they got their shout-out. And then I had another Pippin the shout Sheltie? Out. Is that yeah, what you said? Pippin the Sheltie, Pippin yes. the Sheltie, all right. And then there was another one on Instagram. Joe Pippin, uh, you're a Sheltie. Youth, vile underscore vile underscore Fontaine. Okay. Uh, Dale afternoon is so god dang good. That's what he says. The, sure. That's his favorite episode. Uh, well, his, her, it doesn't. Oh, they, yeah, it, there, they, it, there. Sure. Yeah. Their favorite episode is Dogdale afternoon. Dogdale afternoon. And I told them that I would shout that out. So there you go. That's your. Say shout that one out. more time. What's the What's the handle? The handle is vile underscore Fontaine, like Vince Fontaine. Vile underscore Fontaine. Fontaine. So thank you. Appreciate that. Great. And uh, thank you, everybody else, too. Man. Thank I love you. the shout-outs. Uh, yeah, I like the shout-outs, too. And I really like uh, all the interaction we're getting. I'm sorry I'm spamming everybody on Twitter. Twitter. Anybody Twitter. that types in King of the Hill on Twitter yeah. has probably heard or seen uh, me out there. So y'all keep, keep, keep seeing me. Y'all share some stuff for us. Follow some stuff. Uh, you can find us at B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H on Twitter, Instagram. Everywhere. And TikTok and everywhere. At your local grocery store. At your local grocery store. Sure. Al 10. What are what are dinosaurs? Wherever called? you get your podcasts. Oh, uh <laughs> what was it again? Uh prehistoric landmasters. <laughs> prehistoric landmasters. Wimatanye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.